earbuds coming. Earbuds are back. Uh, I think this is episode like 23, but who's counting? It's our Jordan episode. Good uh, wrist pop or whatever. Yeah, that's Pinky. You doing a desk pop? <laughs> right <laughs> here? Pop. <laughs> Everybody does them. Studio pop. What was your last studio pop? February 3rd, 2018. Uh, anyway, this is uh, this is Nick, and as always, Mark's in the studio with me. Cheers, brother. What's going on? Not much. Just uh, thinking about a man in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> One singular man in the woods. Yeah, so we're going to discuss that. Um, and... Rich Brian, uh, a few singles of the week as well. Uh, but before we get into the show, maybe a little bit of housekeeping. If you like the pod, leave us a review, subscribe, give us a rating. That'd be really dope. Uh, follow us on Twitter at EarbudsCast and on Spotify um, at The Earbuds. So without further ado, let's just jump right into the right in the show. The Grammys happened. The Grammys. Have come and have gone. With and per usual, everyone is upset. <laughs> I feel like this happens every year. Yeah, the people who, uh never mind. Let's <laughs> say it. <laughs> Go down that route right away. <laughs> it's early in the evening. We're recording this on Saturday, one day before the Super Bowl. Uh, well, yeah. What are your picks for the Super Bowl, Mark? Then um, the Grammys. We're gonna see continuation of a dynasty whether you like it or not so i'm just gonna lean into that not i'm not gonna root for them but i think my squares slant towards new england so I, i'll be rooting for them i guess you're doing super bowl squares yeah it work yeah hmm. good luck a lot of field goals is what i want so okay it's gonna be Got a field goal numbers. Yeah. <laughs> the classic two eight yeah <laughs> five eight uh no let's talk about the grammys real quick um since that happened and we didn't do as much live tweeting as we promised the listeners, but fuck it, we're <laughs> amateurs. <laughs> um, yeah. as, as like, classic. you know, maybe 30, 40 minutes into the ceremony, we were actually hanging out, and I was on Twitter, I was like, oh, the Grammys are on tonight. <laughs> Mark and I, we're watching eight hours was, of The yes, Godfather. A couple bottles deep, of, <laughs> deep in wine. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh... So, are, are the Grammys worth caring about, even, to uh, be honest? I mean, as evidenced by our reluctance to actually discuss any substance about the Grammys, that's, I would say neither of us care, right? Yeah. I mean, I haven't cared for a bit. I get, okay, so... I watch it, I enjoy the performances. I think, I actually kind of, I mean, a lot of them are duds, but I do like how they pair up certain artists sometimes to perform i think that's cool um kendrick performs seems like every other year and he's fun to watch he put on an awesome performance but yeah he did yeah. uh which is kind of surprised me let him take the stage first for such a like a conservative awards group well the, the last one he I'm pretty sure it was at the yeah, Grammy scenes as the cop car thing. Yeah, yeah, it yeah it was. Yeah. I think that was slightly before right the current climate. Um, but I guess aside from like a personal note, do you care about it? Like, do the awards matter? No. Even? Yeah. It's I like, think we talked about this um, yeah. on our the Grammy noms episode. Um, yeah. Where we kind of talked, it's a sort of a shifting in the generational views. Of artists about the Grammys you get 
uh, like LP and Killer Mike, or especially LP, seemed pretty stoked based on his tweets to just be there and kind of take it all in. There are a couple older dudes, um, relatively, and as, yeah, I would venture that you know a couple of SoundCloud rappers and stuff right now just like don't give a shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, to that same vein, it's kind of surprising to see Uzi Vert not win new artist only because he's like yeah. so fucking big. But yeah, like, I mean, yeah, the, a lot of the wins, especially a lot of Bruno wins, were legitimately surprising. It just comes just comes down to whether or not you're gonna get worked up about it. Yeah. And uh, Bomani Jones tweeted that Monday following, because uh, you know that's when everybody gets their tweets off during work. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he, he kind of sums it up. He's like, the Grammys are an event where you have to decide before it starts whether or not you care, and then yeah. you have to like maintain that. You can't, yeah. I think that's a fair way to put it. Yeah, I mean, they're just like old. Yeah, they're just like very out of touch, but whatever. We'll see what happens over the course of time. I mean, they seem to do, it's getting slightly more progressive that like this is the first time like, they had five, like, I don't yeah. know, all of the albums that were for album of the year, either by, like, a minority group or, or a like, woman. a woman, yeah. which is, like, int- I mean, good for them. They're finally getting, mm-hmm. like, kind of progressive. So, yeah, we'll see They're also happens. getting progressive in all the wrong ways with Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that no, is something. I mean, I love awards. I just... Award ceremonies are, to me, at least right now, are always worth watching because I get to see what... Tommy Loren and Charlie Kirk are going to be angrily tweeting about the next couple of days. Yo, I was angrily tweeting about James Corden's suit. What was going on with his tailor job? Oh, yeah. Yo. They, they were like trying to accentuate the fact that he's a bigger dude. It was weird. Like, they I did like not do him any favors. That was my beef number one. Beef number two, um, and the, my, I mean, I'll just leave it at that, but why do we have to see Sting and U2 like three times during the production? Like every year, they just keep giving you two. Like, yeah, you guys, why don't we have you on a couple yeah. times? It's like, ah, fuck it. All right. It's CBS, man. I guess. Whatever. Uh, let's move on. Super Bowl tomorrow. Uh, Eagles walking out to the intro of uh, Dreams and Nightmares by Meek. Yeah. Thoughts. That's dope. Are you going to be rooting for the Eagles um, because of this? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for a lot of snacks and a lot of alcohol. Yeah, um, I was gonna. I mean, this is one dope, especially with the current like state of Meek. And how, right. Yeah, um, that's cool. One, the city is kind of rallied behind him, and other artists are rallying about like how unjust this mm-hmm. his current situation is. Um, if you don't know the details, definitely like look it up and Google it. We won't be able to give the whole yeah story enough justice, but yeah, it's getting royally screwed. I think that this is a cool song choice. I also would have thought. Uh, the, from the Creed soundtrack, the Meek, the Meek song where uh, when Michael B is like jogging down the street and all the the bikes and ATVs come up around him, that would have been cool too. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, was gonna be rooting for Touchdown Tommy during this, um, but did you see that video of him kissing his son on the lips? Yeah. Well, so. That was one of those things where oh, I... Not related to music, but what yeah, the fuck? I saw, like, just a screen grab of just, like, the kiss. 
and <laughs> the kiss. It, like I couldn't really. I was just like, oh, that's strange, and I didn't like really register that it was Tom Brady and what is obviously his son. And then I heard people talking about it later. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that's what that was. Yo, really fucked up. <laughs> so I can't root for them tomorrow. <laughs> that's like mouth kiss has yeah. to end with your kids after like three years old. Yeah. Like it's cute until. Yeah, I mean, individual player wise, I'll be rooting for Alshon. Yeah, shout out Alshon. It's too bad the Bears. He's gonna. He's got to make his Super Bowl prediction come true. Yeah, that's pretty wild. <laughs> uh, that he called it. Uh, whatever. So halftime show. Yeah, uh, we're a music where, podcast. Yeah, we're your favorite music podcast that you tell your all of your friends and family about, and that you rate five stars and subscribe. Yeah. So J Tim. Um, starting up some controversy even before getting up the stage this time around. Did you hear about the Prince news today? Yeah, that's strange. So maybe we talk about that real quick. So the Super Bowl is in Minnesota. Prince is from just outside of Minneapolis. Um, he has been on record saying that... Please never make a hologram. No. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. he was saying that like doing a posthumous uh, hologram or some form of that for artists is like demonic and like weird as yeah. shit like it's you shouldn't be yeah kind of like using their legacy that way and which, justin timberlake announced that yeah. he's going to do that which what a time to be alive though that now artists are gonna have to just like oh by the way what i if i die or what i die please don't use my hologram <laughs> please don't tupac me yeah uh what do you think of that i mean I'm, like, not really on board the whole hologram train in the first place. And then I, 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 didn't, I wasn't aware that he was, like, against it also. So that sucks. Yeah, like, that just <laughs> seems like a bit, like... Yeah, like, I don't know if, for, if that's, any, like, his estate's doing for or... For people watching that don't know, like, it's going to be really dope. Like, oh, wow, cool, yeah. Prince, he's in, they're in Minnesota, like, this makes a lot of sense. But for anyone that like understand like has heard the Prince stuff about not wanting that, right. it's like, oh, what a why don't you just yeah. cover a Prince song? Yeah, like why not? I don't like why don't you just do a Prince song? Like I don't get yeah, that's the same concept exactly. You don't have to have a exactly. picture, like it's, yeah, that's better. Dude, have uh, especially because there's no fucking songs in this album that you can play anyway. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, have yeah, have like a just like some like top like guitarist like Gary Clark or somebody yeah. stroll on stage and do a Prince cover yeah like, easy it's not hard it's easy <laughs> I don't know. yeah they have to just keep making things controversial um what do you think that he's gonna come out to you first actually well I'll put you on the spot I think we should do a bet we did this last year at work we did a, a group pool of you had to guess the opening and closing song by the artist that's, and you got like the pot of money yeah, one so person funny. actually got it it was Gaga but what do you who, what do you think it's gonna open with? I think it's gonna be filthy. Yeah, they usually yeah. I was gonna say filthy. You you usually start with like the the hot current one, and then kind of finish with like I don't know, sexy back. Is that like, AO like, technology? <laughs> yeah, it's um sexy back. It's a uh, family. Yeah, program. you know. I, yeah, I guess I still don't understand. Maybe mirrors. I don't know. Whatever. They're very reluctant to have like any, like hip hop, like trace, almost even. And then, but it's like his like his big hits are all 
<laughs> yeah. What you gonna do with that meat? <laughs> what you gonna do with that <laughs> big meat? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that big shortly. Thick boys on the line. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, we'll keep. We'll save that for later. Let's um, discuss a couple singles of the week. Some things that have dropped. Uh, our boy Kami, Chicago rapper, released a song called J Lo. J L O. All together. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? I like it. Um, he keeps his sort of melodic, like sing-song, rappy stuff going, and plenty of superstar ad-libs, which is now his his lane, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... Uh, payload! Fuck ISIS! Yeah. <laughs> his, yeah, there's references to Payload in it, uh-huh. which is cool, because that song has to get big in 2018. Yeah, they put it on... Uh, so before you get there, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, they put it on... The most necessary playlist this week. Good. So Kami's getting some. Good. He's getting some that's, come up. That in song Spotify. needs to be big. So heads up, everyone. Um, pay attention to this dude. We're not just like local Chicago yeah, people that no. are like are just promoting local that stuff. That song like, rules. He's gonna be good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then this song adds kind of a an acoustic guitar touch into things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, it sounds a lot like. Uh, just like the movies, with guitar then. Because yeah. it's like the auto-tune-y kind of singing. Yeah. Like he's, he's doing more of that. But yeah, it's really dope. Check it out. J-Lo by Kami. Um, let's move on to um, everyone's favorite indie pop group, Churches. They spell it with a V. Uh, they are back. They are, they are officially back. They released their single, Get Out. Uh, what do you think, dude? Uh, One, Churches are really dope. Yeah, so is this the... Is this the first single off of, yeah. uh, off of an album that all the songs are going to be inspired by Academy Award Best Picture nominees? <laughs> Nine-track <Yes>. album. <laughs> um, that is a very niche joke. Yeah, what's sorry. the Dunkirk song going to be about boats? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, this is, a, yeah, it's like, ch- this song is churches. Yeah, like, right. I wrote that down, it's, too. It's yeah, just it like, doesn't. It didn't blow me away. I didn't hate it. It was, yeah, they it was t- good. They haven't yeah. pivoted or anything. Yeah. It's just like, if you like churches, you're going to like this. Right. Which is totally fine. Like, keep releasing. Like, you don't have to recreate the wheel. Mm-hmm. No one's asking you to do that. Um, and I will say it does sound a little bit more like um, arena sounding. Like, this could easily be a big, like a huge crowd could sing this together. Yeah. Because, like, the chorus, when they're just, like, screaming, get out. And it's yeah, just... the chorus is a little more simple than the yeah, previous right. big hits. but. Uh, so, yeah, they're back. Uh, looking forward to that. I, I mean, I love churches. So, I mean, they've inspired so much of the current, like, that indie pop. They're, like, a big reason for the current, like, the wave of just, like, a bunch of techno pop music. But, uh, yeah. What's next? What's our last one? Get it. Get it, not get out. Get yeah. it. Get it, get out, get off. That's what I always say. This is... That's the first time I've ever yeah. said that. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so Get It is a song that was released this week from uh, Busta Rhymes, Missy Elliott, and Kelly Rowland. So shout out early 2000s. What year is it? <laughs> Dude. Yeah, back to my middle school days here. Uh, this is a really dope track. It's pretty fun. It's a banger. Yeah, you want to yeah. play a quick, yeah. quick snippet of it first? Get it, get it, get it, get 
Let's go. Dress ready to impress. Fresh up in my Louis suit. Step up in the club. Bitches line up ready to salute. Let me squeeze your juicy fruit. Mommy's call me Huey New. Dap up like a cracker. That's an actor getting movie loose. Get on your mark and get set ready go. Funny, but these niggas already know that when I get no microphone, just I don't already shit it on niggas. Miraculous flow. Alright, so that was Get It by those three artists that we just mentioned before that brief cutaway to the song. What'd you think of the song, dude? Uh, I mean, it's a good reminder of how much fun it is to listen to Buster Rhymes rap. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Uh, also, dude has a flow. It's yeah. like a specific that no one has been able to like recreate or kind of, I don't know. Batman Scoop came pretty close. Batman Scoop. Yeah. <laughs> How long is, have we thought that it was Buster Rhymes? <laughs> Too long. The song is impossible to find if you think it's If Buster you ever Rhymes. hear Batman Scoop at a bar, tweet us videos of it because that is our favorite party song from a, a group of us. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, going back to the uh, Buster song, uh, the outro, there's like a weird beat switch for, it's very brief. But it's really awesome, and I don't quite understand why they didn't do it like halfway through the song or something. Yeah, switch but. it up. Yeah, I really like the the background sample they use, like the get it. Get yeah, it. I don't, it's just something about it. it. Just like keeps me so intrigued the whole time. And yeah, to your point, Busta is really good at rapping, and it's fun. I mean, the last time I think we heard him was on Tribe's album. He was probably on three or four. He's on uh, the East Coast remix. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I guess he's been around, but yeah, that's a really dope track. Add it to all your party playlists. Um, let's do a segue. Advertising interlude. Uh, imagine, imagine all the impressions. Yeah, lots of impressions. Is that the correct term? Yeah, impression. Nice. Yeah, good for you. Do you know what a CPM is? Nope. It's a cost per thousand. Why is it M? M well, like milli. No, well, M is like in the media world is the um, term for like thousand. Yeah, like a yeah. millimeters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, science. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're on different wavelengths right now. We're talking about the same thing. Um, Yeah, so I lost my train of thought. We're talking about Justin Timberlake. Uh, a man of the woods. <laughs> is he, though? He, like is he, a, he really wants to be man. He I started, really wants to be. Before I start eviscerating this album, do you have anything that you um want to say? I mean, you're the definitely the bigger JT fan. Uh, it. I, so my kind of brief thoughts are he. So before the album came out, and he had in between his weird forest walking video. I mean, we've all and, done that. And the album release, he had kind of mentioned that he wanted to merge his usual like pop R&B sound with a more like southern country Americana. He said, yeah, he termed it like Americana and 808s, which is, well, okay, we'll see how it works. Um, right, like I was the, intrigued. Yeah, the first half, I think, works a lot better where it's more of like the 808s side his more poppy stuff and there's sort of just like acoustic guitars and fiddles sprinkled in throughout and then the second half is more uh 
acoustic heavy and that really kind of puts on display his like this the lyric and like content like the songwriting is not very well done no and it's and so like, surprising because like it's this really is... laid bare when you strip away a lot of the production and stuff yeah it's, like, and <laughs> it's surprising that the writing is so poor because most of it is pharrell yeah well and, or is justin he, timberlake is he, yeah it was pharrell writing the songs too yeah he's got oh, a bunch of writing okay. credit okay um yeah and, well i mean throughout is like it's neptunes and timbaland production which is nice yeah but like i yeah i i just like don't understand so you know who honestly is going to like this album are like suburban mothers that have kids between like six and twelve because it just sounds wholesome and it's just like yeah there's there's nothing about this that describes anything it is just like sounds there's there's no meat to this other than the line and feel beat when he says what are you gonna do with all this yeah otherwise there's nothing to this. well he tries to yeah he tries to sound a lot deeper especially in the second half like the song with chris stapleton say something it's like to say it's something along the lines of like it's sometimes like saying nothing it says the most or something it's like, dude it's so vague it's like, what do you there and then which would be fine if like the rest of the song kind of expanded on that but no that's like the parting message and there's no examples given it's right, like tell what are you story. trying to do like, tell a story yeah. the best part of that song is chris stapleton yeah the background music with him singing on it i was like yeah. wow that's like really yeah nice. i was like that it sounds nice yeah. and uh the other feature on here besides jessica Biel is alicia keys um and that's like a nice like like simple contained duet that sounds really nice but the best part about it is alicia keys yeah yeah, well, I guess my other complaint too is um, I'm going to pivot from my usual complaint of the album itself being too long, but all the, all the individual songs don't need to be over four minutes. There's all, like, the, he can cut these down to, a lot of these down to three minutes. Um, there's so many unnecessary bridges and where it's just like what like just let the song end so it'll be like a dumb bridge into the chorus again and you just add like another minute and a half so to i mean i couldn't agree more it honestly it reminded me do you remember the skit from bo burnham's stand-up titled what Mm. where he does the pop song called repeat stuff yeah where he does the whole bit about like "Uh, they ain't got like your hair i like your smile like your eyes like it, it is that exact skit for 16 songs there's no meat and he repeats stuff dude there's a song on here hold on i wrote it down because it irritated the shit out of me uh the song hard stuff because <laughs> this hits on both of your points you just mentioned the song hard stuff is a song that is about wanting to be in a relationship through the good and bad okay great totally reasonable like let's get into it like give us a story but like honestly give a real example he the whole time just says I want the hard stuff without like, give, like yeah. what is the hard like what is that? He says hard stuff twenty five times. I counted. <laughs> he says hard stuff twenty five fucking times. Like make a song that has like a example of the trials and tribulations of your serious yeah. relationship. If anyone could do it, it's him. He's a mega pop star who has like a super celebrity wife like i'm sure there's something in there that's 
like has some meat to it. Like I yeah. don't get it. Oh, it then it's it's repetitive and there's just like no story and it just fucking kills me on every song. Uh, the title track, Man of the Woods, terrible. Uh, even filthy, like it's just repetitive. It's yeah. three minutes of like a, a thirty second loop of words. Yeah, well, so this is kind of the. Did he forget the, how to write hooks? Well, like so, is Pharrell yeah. just like, nah, man, like do this. Trust yeah. me. It's like they fucking laid him out to dry. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> on on living off the land. Oh my it's, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of the, 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 the opposite problem where. He, I guess he sort of gives examples of like spending money on Powerball tickets and like credit card debt and stuff. But then he doesn't give like a, his the outro, which I think is supposed to be giving the solution is just if you just open up yourself, if you just open up yourself, and that's repeated three times. Then he says, "You'll see that what you need when you're living off the land." Yeah. I- what? I, it's really dumb. I fucking hate this. <laughs> what is? What does that mean? Everyone else has hated this, and I feel really bad. Um, but like, his best days are behind him. I kind of hope that he stops making music. And I'm honestly nervous for this performance tomorrow at the halftime show. Oh, I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck is he gonna do for 15, 20 minutes? Like anything, everything in here is garbage. Is he gonna come out dressed like a lumberjack? Oh, dude, I don't give a shit what he does tomorrow. I'm so mad about this. Uh, before. <laughs> Pitchfork gave it a 3.8 out of 10. Well, and I want to read a quick uh, snippet of the uh, article. Did you read it by any chance? Yeah. Okay. So I read this before listening to the album. So oh, I was already... Maybe, yeah, maybe it just colored your opinion. I, it might have. So it's from Jameson Cox, Pitchfork writer. This is the quote. And it's about halfway through, and I just honestly started dying. It's... There's no refuge from the lyrics, which in many places engender the same mix of emotions you'd confront upon walking in on your parents having sex. Yeah. I was like, that is fucking brutal. The lyrics are tough. Take him out to the shed and just, oh my god, it's so bad. Well, alright, so... And like, do we need more examples of like the lyrics being bad? Because I feel bad just like saying the lyrics are bad, but it, well, here, there's I'm nothing so, even to say about it. I've got, I've got a couple that tie into another question. Um, like I said, you're a much bigger JT fan than I am. Has he ever used kind of being from the South, being from Tennessee as part of his image before? Cause like, yeah, I was like, 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 where's this cut? Like on Midnight Summer Jams, he says, um, he talks about like, like people act like the South ain't, ain't the shit. I'm just like, I'm like. When, when have I heard you say that? And then, his, like, Man of the Woods is, like, a weird sexual song. And then he talks about, like, I brag about you to anyone outside, but I'm a man of the woods. It's my pride. Which is, like, very, like, he's trying to give off, like, the southern, like, the flannel guy vibe. Yeah. It's so, dude, yeah. Uh, there's so much shit in here. Uh, like flannel, which is uh, the song immediately after a Jessica Beale interlude titled "Hers," which um, I love Jess, but what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay, it's a message from message to Justin Timberlake from Jess. You want to know? Irritates me the most. She doesn't give writing credit on this, and maybe. 
Maybe, oh really? Yeah. So like he wrote it for her to say like maybe they, maybe that's weird. Maybe they just didn't credit her, which totally reason like I can. Oh. But she's not a writing credit, so like did she just like say this like hey Jess, I need you to say stuff these words into a microphone, and then the next song is this flannel bullshit, which the opening is. Right behind my left pocket, that is where you'll feel my soul. It's been with me many winters. It will keep you warm. Fuck you. It is so bad. I'm fucking triggered right now. Because then, oh, the verses on that same song, trash. When a father's love is doing you wrong, when a mother's love is bringing you home, when you needed, needed, needed a stone, someone to lean on. It's like, oh, my fucking spare me. Give me more, like, just pop songs. Even in 2020 experience was honestly kind of like this. Look, there were a lot of duds. Mm-hmm. But then you had huge hits. Mirrors yeah. is a great yeah. pop song. But there are a shit ton of duds. And I think we finally hit the point where he can't find the hits anymore. Because yeah. the only song that has any redeeming quality is Filthy has like kind of fun production for a party. Like you can put that on and it's like just a fun song. Like the words are trash. But at least you could have it on the background. There is not another song yeah, on here that I I thought I've... Sauce was fine. Yeah, I mean... I liked Montana. Montana is nice and groovy, but like I would never be like, oh, someone go put right, Montana right. on. Uh, so the other, the other thing I wanted to bring up was <sighs> the closing track, Young Man, oh which is like a song to his son, Silas, which is... So that ends the mystery, apparently is Silas loosely translates to of the woods or from the woods. Um, But, so I don't want to go too far because it is a a song to his son and he can, you know, get the message across however he wants. But compared to other similar songs done by other artists, this song is clunky at best it also includes the line (laughs) fairly early on i might add where he's talking about jessica beal and he says damn she looked good you might get a sister yeah (laughs) (laughs) which that just like took me out of i was like yo what (laughs) it's so weird i don't get it (laughs) you can't say it (laughs) yeah like not if this song is like supposed to be to your son like, what is he gonna listen to this when he's 13? Be like, oh, I get it. Mom wanted to fuck, or dad wanted to fuck mom again. Like, no. Oh, fucking trash. Uh, I do want to bring up, um, then we can move on because it's getting real worked up. I mean, it's turning red in the face. Seriously, am I? No. Uh, <laughs> I do feel a little warm. Um, the song Waves uh, talk about repeating. I actually kind of like this one too. It's yeah. very repetitive. It's but fine, but look, this is also the like, chorus is waves, 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 just wave, 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 <laughs> wave. Post chorus is now the other way, wave, now the other way, yeah, this wave, is, no, now the other way. This wave. is like, like what the fuck? Like the prime, like top exhibit A example of this song should be like just over two minutes. Yeah, cut it, end <laughs> it. It's spare everyone. It, I think it is like four and a half. It's tough. Yeah. All right. Let's. What? Do you have anything else? Because I'm. I'm done. I'm real done with this. Yeah. Wave is four minutes and twenty four seconds. Uh. Yeah. I mean, overall, 
fine. I'm not going to listen to it again. No. I'm also, like, if people put on songs at the party, like, like partying, I'll be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I won't complain. None of them are, well, most of them aren't, like, terrible songs, but it's just, like, clunky songwriting and just sort of just, like, bloated song lengths. Listening to a whole album of it is bad. Yeah, I... I'm glad I'm not, like, a huge Justin Timberlake fan because I'm not necessarily disappointed or anything. It's just like, yeah, it's not great. See how this halftime show goes, but yeah, this is trash. Well, that's also, um, did that... So he had been announced, obviously, a while ago that he was doing the halftime show, but the release date for this album was more recently announced. Did that raise your suspicions when you're like, oh, it's coming out that Friday before the halftime show? Yeah, it just means that they rushed through everything because they yeah. know he's a star. Like, this yeah. is going to sell, and he's going to have music then to play. But, like, I would have rather not had him release more music and just played Cry Me a River ten times tomorrow. That song is great. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, don't listen to Justin Timberlake's new album. Uh, let's talk about Rich Brian, formerly Rich Chigga, uh, signed to 88 Rising, which is um, based out of New York. It's a, an Asian music collective uh, or group. I guess you yeah. call it a group. It's a, it's a mass label. media conglomerate, I yeah. think, is the official. <laughs> yeah. According to Wikipedia. Um, yeah. But yeah, so what did you think? I, this is technically... And untechnically, his debut album, uh, you might know him from, what's his really big song, Dat Shit? Glow Like That. Glow or, like, oh, and yeah, Dat Stick. Dat right? Stick, yeah. And then Glow Like yeah. That. Yeah. Um, he's calling this a project. Yeah, which I think everyone, <laughs> a lot of uh, media outlets were calling it his first day, his debut album, and then he went on Twitter and was like, "No, nah, it's not an album; it's a project." So, yeah, whatever it, you want. I, guess, I guess it's a. It was originally an EP that then expanded to fourteen songs. So yeah, I'd never really gotten into Rich Brian or listened to him other than the that one big hit, that stick. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really nice. I like it a lot. It's very. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, what would you say? Uh, well, yeah, we should say that he does, he's got production credits on all the songs. Um, a lot of them are solo production credits. Uh, it's, well, do you want to play a song? Yeah, let's play a sample of We're really bad at describing. Well, I think that'll give a good, because it's it's not like trap music. No. He, his background is in the SoundCloud rap game. So like, but I feel like that has a negative shtick. So yeah, like no, save. this is, he's, he's, uh, pivoted. It's yeah, we should, here. we should note that he's, he started off as sort of like a meme kind of almost comedy rapper yeah, he's a and like, rapper. he's like pivoted to like, this is like a very earnest album. Yeah. So let's yeah. play a sample of the second song titled cold. Saw a car crash of a mommy of our first date Then I went back, got massages at that one place Always brought friends, but today I feel like doing this shit alone Calling my 
right there when I wanna hear some wisdom Call a mic cab, alcohol up in my system So if it's fight and that shit don't even make me scared no more Yeah, so that's the second track off this project uh, It's called Cold uh, Maybe we should name the album So anyone can listen yeah. to it It's called Amen Yeah. Uh, and the first track is titled Amen but yeah, I think you can kind of get the vibe for it. It's not really like lo-fi SoundCloud rap. It's not uh, pop rap. It's not really like... Like he's... Yeah, like Ski Mask the Slump God is what I think yeah. of when it comes to like the SoundCloud yeah. sound or like Lil Pump, but it's a little more popular than that. Yeah, I want to use... At least for this project or album or whatever, I want to give him the SoundCloud rapper label anymore no it's definitely like a step above that yeah. like there's real production in this uh and all the song yeah like they really bang mm -hmm. uh i really we played cold right yeah we yeah cold. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i really real Hollywood podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that song's cool like there's maybe like a third to half of this project that songs don't have a hook and he kind of like this cold is a good example of he still makes it work by switching up his flow during certain verses and gives it like a very hooky vibe and then like kind of like transitions back into a more traditional flow. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of G Herbo actually. Yeah. Like the way that he kind of delivers everything because there's just a constant rap, but the inflection of his voice mm -hmm. changes enough that you it, you feel like you're in different yeah. parts of the He's song. also has a great rap great rap voice yeah. um, especially for this type of music it's not like heavy it's right. like raspy it's just yeah I like it a lot uh, especially on cold um, I think like to your point it's kind of a above what did you say just like above SoundCloud like more earnest was the word you yeah. used <laughs> like the first verse or the first line in the song is saw a car crash it reminded me of our first date I was like man like that's I like that like yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like really setting the stage for like something he easily could have just labeled as more vague. You know, mm -hmm. like he does have some pretty good lyricism on this. And I think he performed that on uh, the Corden show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I do want. I do want to note. Um, he, so he still has funny lines and also corny lines, but. Uh, yeah, it's not like, like he's like transitioned completely to like conscious rap or anything. But yeah. uh, he's so on Introvert, which features Joji, who's also a uh, internet personality turned earn, turned earnest, earn, Jesus <laughs> turned earnest musician who is also signed to Eighty Eight Rising. Um, uh, Rich Brian says. Being an independent man, I might just suck my own dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty funny. Uh, I want to stick on this song for a hot minute because I found one of the... I, and I really like this song. I think Joji delivers a fun um, auto-tune hook type of thing. Like on the, yeah. He sings. Uh, it's really good. Definitely worth checking out this song, Introvert. Uh, but one of my favorite genius annotations of all time was on this song uh, so at the end of this song uh, Joji delivers a line that says 
leave no trace of my misery, which appears pretty straightforward. Uh, someone annotated that and said, Joji doesn't want to show anyone that he is sad. It's like, is that, is that necessary? Like, yeah. is that, like, you really had to take the time to, like, do the whole, like, genius annotation, like, right out? Like, come on, fuck off. Well, it's... Do something worthwhile. That, like, kind of especially, like, uh, succinct and, like, blunt and unnecessary annotation is funny, because on, like, that song, I mean, excluding the auto fellatio <laughs> reference, um, is, like about like being very lonely and like the joji hook sort of alludes to maybe contemplating suicide um yeah so that annotation is like joji doesn't want people to know he's sad <laughs> yeah it's like fuck off it's dude. like focus on stay another lot yeah, yeah like, focus on something joji is sad yeah. joji is sad he's honestly just uh, doing the facebook status from like a decade ago that's like what are you feeling right now it's the one nick, tier nick is appreciative <laughs> nick is feeling sad like nah that's dumb uh i think we well, I don't know, we can talk about this, I guess, now or whenever. Uh, it is kind of... So, to the point that I had never heard of Rich Brian, really, before, uh, dude has blown up the charts. Yeah. Do you want to touch on that? Yeah, so I believe he is the first Asian artist ever to um, hit number one on the iTunes hip-hop charts. Which is especially impressive given that um, a certain album that we said we were going to discuss that we never did um, came out last week. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Uh, Culture. Yeah. Two. Yeah, which is. Migos. Migos are like a legit phenomenon right now, and to kind of just surpass that is pretty impressive. Even yeah. if it is just for one week and then he kind of bounces down a couple slots, that's still like. Crazy impressive. Crazy impressive. So, uh, I mean, definitely worth checking out. What else do you want to cover on uh, Amen? Um, oh, speaking of the Migos, Offset features on Attention. Yeah. Um, he does, so... Uh, this, this album does have a couple trappier sounding songs, with that being one. Uh... I thought uh, Offset was pretty clunky on this song. Oh, if he... <laughs> it didn't sound he, good. He, like... It's, like, a fine verse if you're not really listening, but I had the the Rap Genius page up um, reading along. He's, like, it's a bad verse. No, it, yeah, it's, it's really bad. Yeah. The worst line is, I am a Martian, I'm not from this dimension. No! <laughs> like, I don't like that yeah. at all. Drip drop Gucci socks bought my bitch Javenchi. That was also not great. No, it's literally just, like, a compilation of... Like throwaway lines yeah. that Migos have used, yeah, and just pushed into a verse, which is like that's kind of kind of suck. Like it's like, yo, can you send me your verse? And you just listen to it. Oh man, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I gotta put Offset on. Yeah, here, right. It's gonna yeah. be yeah, people. Which is that, that's absolutely yeah, probably so what happened. Didn't love that. Uh, what were your favorite songs on here? I can touch on that. Um, I liked the because I honestly like everything. The only song I yeah. didn't like was kind of the closer, but it's a good closer song because it's a little yeah. bit more... That one actually gave me... That reminded me of Flower Boy. Yeah. 
the, the piano part not specifically november but just kind of like the overall vibe of that album um i, I liked it uh but yeah i mean i just really like the stretch the first three song stretch amen to cold to occupied i think is a really uh kind of a cool produced section that produced produces a lot of bangers it on produces the production yeah. that produces bangers. yeah hey man i was killing time while you got up to get a beer <laughs> this is a diet coke it's a cola You're on that coke diet yo don't give out free ads um yeah i i like the first i mean i think everything's right i think every uh part of the album has like a kind of a different sound i think those first three are bangers uh some other songs i really loved were see me uh, which definitely has more of the uh, Joji song vibe, like it's a little bit more sing, yeah, singy. Uh, oh, I also R&B feeling. Yeah, I real quick. I also yeah. liked Flight a lot because that was a cool um, sort of twist on like the song about like you blowing up at this rate. Um, but it's like, the, the twist comes from because he's from Jakarta, Indonesia, so he talks about basically flying over here and sort of uh, meeting his manager. Is that the um, one he uh, says Chicago? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he lands in Chicago and is like harassed by uh, customs. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he talks about like working with Pharrell. Um, hopefully his work sessions were a little more fruitful than Pharrell's with JT recently, but... I honestly think that Pharrell gave Justin Timberlake all of the shitty beats. I don't think the production was bad. But I think he gave them all the beats that didn't make Pharrell's girl. Uh, I think he's like, yo, here's some stuff I made. It definitely sounds, yeah. Yeah. And then they threw in some, like, acoustic guitar. I mean, they made it more Americana, but I I have a feeling he was like, yo, here's some scraps. They made it more woodsy. Fuck off. All right, let's get back to Rich Brian. Kind of sticking on the Indonesia... Um, I mean, it's kind of cool. He like really lean, like he talks about it a lot, like being Asian American, mm-hmm. kind of moving here, like following his career. Like he didn't think he was gonna blow up this fast. One of the songs worth noting is titled "Little Prince," uh, which is uh, kind of an R and B duet uh, with another artist from Jakarta. So you can find her on Spotify, Nikki N I K I. She's really great. Uh, definitely worth checking out. But they have a fun, like it's a really good. R&B. I mean, yeah. classic rapper R&B get together. Ja Rule and Ashanti, Kalani and Amine. Now you've got Rich Brian and Nicki. And hopefully they release more music because it's it's honestly like really good songs. Yeah. What else you got, homie? Uh, I think that about covers it. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, this is a, a really solid album. Yeah, and I project. Th- Sorry. Yeah, project, and I think that um, to your point, most of them are still earnest. He has some fun lines throughout the whole thing. The one song that's more satirical is uh, Kitty. Yeah. Okay, you can kind of tell like his background is. Yeah. Take a guess. Yeah, yeah, he's good at this <laughs> kind of uh, persona. Uh, but yeah, it's really dope. Definitely worth checking out. Check out Rich Brian. Listen to this a bunch, uh, and then follow their whole crew because there's a lot of good yeah. Asian artists signed to this label yeah. that are, I mean, definitely worth checking out. Higher Brothers, uh, Keith, have the yeah. SoundCloud sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Keith Ape is South Korean. Um, it's definitely a more 
South Korean sounding sound. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some real good ones tonight, Mark. So the production. No, I they're mean, producing productions of sound. You know, he raps yeah, in yeah, Korean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely check out Keith as well. Check out Nikki, um, and check out Rich Brian. It's a good album. It's gonna be easy to find. It's like the number one right now on Spotify. So check it out. Uh, that does it for the buzz. Peace.